TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Good morning to you. This is Greg DeMarco. This is another edition of Driving with DeMarco. At Chairshot Greg on the Twitter. I'm going to spare you the rest till the end as we uh, attempt to cut these shows down just a little bit. Now, there was no PM edition yesterday of Driving with DeMarco. I recorded the file, but it didn't seem to work properly, so I ended up having to do some things. Tried to save it. Wasn't able to. Didn't have the time. There goes the motorcycle. To redo the file and re-record it, so no... No go last night, unfortunately. I had to uninstall, reinstall the program I used to record this. So hopefully, uh, the test I did earlier seemed to work. So hopefully, this one works as well. And you get to listen to it. Now, same topic, though. I'm still going to deliver on the topic that was promised. Yesterday morning, I talked about... and I mean, Thursday morning, just to kind of give you your, your dates right. Thursday, the 9th of May. I talked about two things that are needed, one by WWE and one by the fans. I said I was going to tell you what WWE needs and what the fans need. We're still going to deliver on that. Yesterday morning, I said what WWE needs, and the answer was heels. The WWE needs more real heels to get people invested in the product. And we're going to dig more into that topic probably next week because there are some problems with it, uh, some things that make it really hard that I didn't talk about, uh, and also some really good potential top heels that I think we could dig into once we get over the obstacles that are in place. But that's what I wanted for the WWE. This morning, I want to talk about what the fans need because like I said yesterday, it's a relationship. It's a give and take relationship between WWE and the fans. And so I I want WWE needs to do something to get better and the fans need to do something to get better. And this one's going to be hard. This one is is because it's it's probably impossible. <laughs> so, and you, if you know anything about me and topics like fantasy booking and whatnot, I'm a believer in doing it within reality. So, if I were to fantasy book the WWE product right now, I'm not going to suddenly infuse Kazushka Okada into the product. It just doesn't work that way. You know, if he were to sign, that's one thing. But he's the current IWGP champion. He's not leaving Japan. He's under contract. All those things that get in the way. So, I wouldn't be able to to do that. It just doesn't make any sense. So you got to live in reality. You know, if I'm, if I was booking a safe C or safe WWE situation, I'm not going to say I'm going to sign CM Punk because it's not going to happen. You know, I, I like to fantasy book in ways that could actually be done. To me, it's more like suggestive booking. I'm suggesting what WWE should do given their current situation. So my fantasy booking is rooted in reality. This suggestion may not be or it might cause... Okay, it could happen. It could be done. It could realistically be done. But man, is it a change in business practices. So, anyway. I want to... you think about your favorite thing? Your favorite, you know, sport. Your, not wrestling, but your favorite sport. Your favorite movie. Whatever it might be. Think about uh, the Marvel movies, okay? We just recently, many of us watched Endgame. Avengers Endgame. And, and if you think about that movie... You had Endgame, which took place in April. 
you had March, had, um, oh, what the heck, oh, Captain Marvel, and there was months, months and months and months before there was another movie. And you built that anticipation, all right? Before uh, Infinity War, you had Black Panther, and then you had some time off to build into your Ant-Man and the Wasp in July, and then we had nothing, and nothing until you know, Captain Marvel and then Infinity War. And it built up the anticipation. Look at the NFL. The NFL ends in February and doesn't really begin again until August. Now you have the off-season coverage and you have the draft and you have all of that, but you don't have the games. It's all building anticipation for the games. I think you know where this is headed. If you're a college basketball fan, you gear up for Midnight Madness and then you go through the season and then you have the crescendo with the NCAA tournament. Filling out your bracket and having the Final Four. Right, look at baseball. You go if you're a diehard baseball fan, and if you are, God bless you. I don't know how, because that is that is just a slow moving product and in, in too many games. But you know, you get through the 162 game season, you get through the fall and the playoffs and the World Series, and then you're off till spring training. And even then, the World Season ends typically what? The World Season Series typically ends in what? November now, early November, if the way shit goes. Then you have all of November, all of January and most of February off. So you got that four-month off-season until the product picks up. Now, I paused there, and I paused there for a reason, because I accidentally said the key word. I accidentally gave away the farm, gave away what we're talking about today, and that word is off-season. So let's just dig right in. We oftentimes talk about how great an off-season would be for the wrestling talent, and I agree that wrestling talent could really use an off-season. But you can rotate off-seasons to where, you know, certain talent gets off certain periods of time. They get refreshed. I know Roman Reigns was out because of his leukemia treatment, but look how refreshed he is. Look how much he wants to put the company on his shoulders and carry it into the future. When guys have time off, it refreshes them. Now, some people can't deal with time off when it's not what they wanted or when they weren't being utilized properly in their mind before the time off or have a good plan to come back from the time off. So time off can be tough. WWE talent gets a little bit of time off after WrestleMania, but it's not a ton. It's not a true off season. But remember, this episode is not about WWE talent. We could do entire episodes. We could do a week's worth of episodes about the WWE talent and wrestling talent in general needing an off season. That's not what this is about. This is about you. This is about me. This is about the fans. The fans could benefit tremendously from an off season. Again, we talk all this rhetoric about how great an offseason would be for the talent. An offseason would be amazing for the fans. Think about think about the anticipation you could build up if we had an offseason during July. Even if it was just one month. All right, or two months. You know, say we crescendo at money in the bank. So you get those briefcases. And then you don't have anything until a few weeks before SummerSlam. So you take the rest of May, all of June and the first two weeks of July off. You come back mid to late July. You know, the fans get that downtime. It's already a downtime. I mean, people are going on vacation. People are relaxing. People are spending more time outdoors. There's all these reasons why the off-season would be beneficial during that time period. But just think about you as a fan. No other product, no other thing do you consume all the time. At least not on this scale. You know, comic books, yeah, they come out year-round, but even those have endpoints and starting points for different series, and people might take off of that. Video games, you play a game, 
your interest dies off, the new version doesn't come out, you take a break. My son, he's 13 years old, he plays video games like crazy. He'll binge on one for a couple weeks, then he'll put it down and play another one. A few weeks later, his excitement for that game is back. Absence makes the heart grow fonder. Think about people that you don't see all the time. Man, when you get back together again, it's amazing. And you might say the comment, we should do this all the time, but you can't. So you cherish the time that you do have. We're spoiled by the WWE product, and the WWE product is overexposed. And some of that's on our end. It's overexposed to us. We have had the product overexposed to us, and we take it for granted. So what if it went away? What if it went away for three months? Think about how excited we would be for the return of that product. And that's what WWE is missing. Yeah, they try to create it with the road to WrestleMania and even SummerSlam now. They try to build. And and honestly, Survivor Series has become one of the more fun pay-per-views to build because of all the twists and turns along the way. And they're trying to create that right now with the stupid-ass wildcard rule and everything else they've done. And you've got Superstar Shake-Up, which really was more of the Superstar Fuck-Up at this point. You know, or imagine if you did that. Imagine if we came back and we did a, a, a draft, you know, a month-long draft like they did in 2005, which is the best draft they've ever done. Imagine if they did that right after a layoff, right after two months off. There's just so much benefit in having some downtime, in my opinion. Now, it's hard from a business perspective because to give the fans an off-season, you do have to give the product an off-season. You have to not have the TV show for a few months, and that changes TV deals, and that's one of the reasons why WWE is so attractive is because it's a year-round product. You've got the WWE Network. What are you going to present there? All right, you've got NXT. You've got, you know, the promises of a pay-per-view every single month. Now what are you going to do? You know, do you do one-offs each month where it's it's just a card with some matches that people can enjoy? I think there'd be some, some value there, but at the same time, you know, it, it, it's it's just hard. It's just hard to create that off-season. We've, we haven't, you know, wrestling's not built around off Wrestling is built around no days off. And so wrestling fandom is built around no days off. But your brain needs a break. Your emotions need a break. Your energy needs to be recharged and refocused somewhere else. You know, I talked about uh, a couple weeks ago, the weekend off was the name of the episode of, 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 you know, driving with DeMarco, where I did a weekend with no wrestling. And it was amazing. It was beautiful. It was brilliant. And, and it just helped me so much. And I think the fans need an offseason. So if the WWE can't give us an offseason from a business perspective, what do you do? Fuck it. You take time off. In all honesty, the way WWE presents this product right now, if you miss a Raw, if you miss a SmackDown, if you miss a week, you get caught up when you tune back in. I've seen tweets before where people are like, hey, I've been gone for a little bit. What I miss? You know, and, and, and sometimes the, the answers are jokes and sometimes they're real. Give yourself a month off. If you're one of those people out there who constantly bitches and complains to the point where you have tell people telling you, stop bitching and complaining, you know, WWE's not going to give you an off-season, but you can give you an off-season. Get into something else. Maybe you end up spending more time away. That's okay. It's okay to go in one direction and then rediscover that old love when you come back. And, and I know it's hard for me to say because I run a website. And I don't want the website to, to lose people over a certain period of time. But long-term, you know, short-term sacrifice for a long-term gain is, is what it's all about in that situation. So if WWE can't give you an off-season, give yourself an off-season. Because fans need a break. 
And that's the biggest point about today's about today's episode. Yeah, we know the benefit that an offseason would give to WWE talent, but I think the benefit is at least equal to the fans. If the fans had an offseason, the fans would recharge and they'd have something to be excited about. So if, the, if, the, if you are truly feeling down on wrestling, if you are truly feeling like maybe, you know, like all you can do is complain, give yourself that break. Give yourself that offseason. Give yourself that time off. But I really think that we as a fan base in general, because it's great for one or two people, but there's still those other ones out there. And the fan base will never be perfect. No fan base is. But as a, as a collective fan base, we could benefit so much from an offseason from WWE. And that's the big idea for today. An off-season in WWE would benefit the fans just as much as it would benefit the talent. And that's going to do it for today's edition of Driving with DeMarco. My name is Greg DeMarco. You can find me on the Twitter or Facebook and Instagram at ChairShotGreg. The website that we run is TheChairShot.com where we encourage you to always use your head where we give you the hardest hitting reviews opinions and analysis and we do it with the attitude you've come to know and love that is thechairshot.com at thechairshot.com on social media you can also pick up oh and by the way lots of podcasts over there you really want to check out podcasts we have some of the best in the business and we're trying to get more ears on them because we know how good they are like you know you're twice daily driving with demarco And while you're reading the chair shot and while you're listening to the chair shot, you should really wear a chair shot t-shirt. And you can do so by making your way over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot and picking up one of the 12 shirts that we have for sale right there. Might be 13 now. I didn't get a chest check yesterday and see if our new design is uploaded. I'll check that as soon as I get to work here this morning. But it's ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Or when you're at the chair shot.com, click that store button on the menu. So right in there with everything else, and that'll take you to our t-shirt shop as well over on ProWrestlingTees.com. If you haven't really dug into what Pro Wrestling Tees does, it's a damn good thing. They've paid out over $5 million in royalties. Not to me, but not to the chair shot, but over $5 million in royalties to wrestling talent, to those of us inside this business that are covering it, to basically their constituents. Over $5 million in royalties is just an amazing number to hit. And it's great what they've done. They've built a business model that helps everybody. It's a win-win, and it's worth your support. And you get a great product out of it in one of those chair shot t-shirts. Again, that's prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. It's Friday morning. That was today's edition where we talked about how the fan base needs a break. Fan base can benefit from an offseason. This afternoon, I don't know the topic yet. However, the day will bring it to me, as it oftentimes does, and I'm excited about that. I apologize again for yesterday's technical issues. I'll probably throw out a bonus episode this weekend to make up for it, because you know I love you. But until all of that, I hope you have a great day at work. I hope you're enjoying yourselves, and I will talk to you next time on Driving with DeMarco.